Welcome to the WFO Life Podcast. Buckle up for interviews, insights, and practical discussions, and the occasional intellectual oddity, all designed to help you master self, master craft, and accomplish any life mission. The mission of the Marine Corps Infantry is to locate, close with, and destroy the enemy by fire and maneuver, or to repel the enemy assault by fire and close combat. This simple but powerful mission statement was one of the first things that I remember learning in my journey into the military. It was taught to me in Quantico along with a couple hundred other officer candidates but it really set the tone for what we would learn over the next six months to a year. And today I wanted to just share some of those leadership lessons, uh, leadership traits and principles that were ingrained into us uh, for me now a little over 18 years ago. So I think by having this leadership discussion, hopefully I can give some examples of how I use and have used these in all aspects of my life, both work and home life, uh, and, and maybe just sharing those things and, and reflecting on it. Similar to what the doc has done on a few things that uh, come across his plate in his medical practice, uh, speaking with colleagues, but I think it's healthy both for me personally and for the podcast to uh, do these monologues of sorts on certain topics that the doc or I feel passionately about. So think about it in your personal life or uh, your professional life, how difficult it is to accomplish tasks or missions when the directions or the point of what you're working towards is not clear. And I think by having a clear, concise, but powerful mission statement, uh, similar to our discussion uh, in the prior podcast about commander's intent. So whether it be um, you know, business manager, CEO, in this case, military leaders, you have to have clear commander's intent. You have to have a clear mission so that everyone can rally around that. If you don't, then when you're forced to prioritize, which inevitably happens, it's very difficult to, to juggle. And we talked about that a little bit in the prior episode, but uh, if it's not clear uh, at the top level, uh, get, the waters get muddier uh, as you get down lower. So uh, I think that's an important thing in our personal lives too. Um, you know, unfortunately, earlier this week, we, we found out that uh, Kobe Bryant, uh, along with his daughter and some other uh, their family, friends, and teammates, died in a tragic helicopter crash. But when you start to learn more and more about uh, the reason why years ago um, Kobe started commuting by helicopter, it was really prioritizing his family. He was gone a lot for work, obviously, for over 20 years being an NBA player. And so he initially got the helicopter because he wanted to be able to go to practice and you know dedicate and hone his craft, but he also wanted to get back home in time to pick his kids up from school. So obviously it's, it's nice that he had the means to do that, but I think that you know, proves the point I'm talking about is 
he did that solely to be able to spend more time with his wife and kids and he prioritized obviously even for somebody of means like he was when I mean, you're talking about millions of dollars of investment uh, to get a few hours extra here and there instead of fighting the uh, traffic in Southern California so that's just one powerful and you know tragic example but uh, you know he, he did had done it for the better part of 20 years and unfortunately uh, accidents happen so uh, condolences to uh, his family and all the families lost but I, I think it's a, it's a powerful thing uh, the genesis of it uh, and the reason why he got the helicopter was to spend more time with the family so that's an example of you know your mission away from you know your professional life uh, needs to be clear too um, and you know I, I think a lot of people like to say that uh, family's priority but you know look at what you're spending your time on and uh, you know that'll usually tell you where your priorities lie um, another thing related to uh, my initial training in the Marine Corps that I wanted to share is a lot of military organizations are really good about uh, using acronyms and things like that to, to help uh, memorize important uh, you know principles. So in the Marine Corps, um, we have 14 leadership traits and 11 principles. And along with the mission statement that I uh, recited from memory earlier, uh, one of the first things they teach you is these of this idea of leadership traits and leadership is one of those things that's very difficult to define and uh, as I've read on my own and progressed my military career uh, it's become more and more clear uh, why it's difficult to define because everyone is born with a certain you know, set of skills gifts um, and some of those can help or make it more difficult to lead and, and manage people but having an, an idea or a set of, you know, pretty, pretty broad set of uh, principles and traits at least allows you to, to think on those things and study uh, of, I guess, what the textbook example of uh, good leadership traits and principles. Now, what I've found over time is, while it's a good guide, there's other traits and principles that are more personal to you. Uh, and I found it helpful to learn those traits and principles and I'll share some of them with you but I also found that self-discovery is just as important because uh, there's complementary traits and principles uh, to the ones we're going to cover uh, there's also um, you know some completely unrelated but I, I found it helpful in my life so uh, starting with the traits so the traits are pretty much individual words if you will that uh, define certain aspects of uh, leadership and the uh, the principles are short sentences and statements uh, they're uh, I guess a little more developed uh, ways of, of looking at leadership so uh, starting off with a couple that I think for people that haven't studied uh, at least the Marine Corps or other military versions of this uh, I'm going to cover some that uh, I guess are not as what you would say common knowledge about uh, good leadership traits um, but makes sense uh, when you get experience in, in leading and managing people. And a lot of this I'm going to try to you know, tie into your personal life because you know, leading in the military, leading in a business, 
uh, in a lot of cases is no different than leading in your household or, or leading in, in certain situations. So one of the first ones I want to cover is bearing, uh, B-E-A-R-I-N-G. So for me coming, even from a military family, so to speak, with my dad being in the Marine Corps, um, I hadn't discussed that a, a lot with my dad, but the way he carried himself and as I learned about it uh, directly in the Marine Corps, it started to make a lot of sense. So, you know, you think about, you know, the bearing of a, of a ship, you know, or, or, you know, the correct bearing going in the right direction. But this is more, uh, I guess, uh, you know, another word is like countenance, uh, how, how you uh, react or in some cases don't react to the situation at hand. So uh, one of the first examples of this is where, uh, you know, you're inevitably going to be put in situations in military training that are very frustrating. And one of the things the drill instructors uh, honed in on is, is people losing their bearing. And so a good example of that is, you know, learning drill movements or uh, learning how to take care of your equipment and, and you know, do things on a timeline. Uh, obviously, it's exasperating, it's frustrating, it's tedious. And so you have natural human reactions to that, right? So, uh, but when they see that, they immediately pounce even harder on you and say, you know, are you losing your bearing on me, candidate? You know, are you losing your bearing on me, Marine? So, um, you know, for example, if you're supposed to clean your weapon and it was getting inspected uh, for cleanliness before it gets uh, put put away, um, the uh, the example of it would be when when you're when you fail that inspection you say oh gosh you know a verbal uh, reaction to that to that failure right um so as soon as that happens uh you immediately regret it because the drill instructors or you know senior officers in that training environment want to prove the point that if you're in a position of leadership or management you're inevitably going to be focused or faced with uh, exasperating situations. But when you're in charge, you need to learn how to control that. Not that you're suppressing that emotion, but just the fact that you can roll with the, pu the punches, so to speak, um, and still perform. And so that was one of the first, <laughs> I guess, painful lessons uh, that we learned uh, there in Quantico. Um, uh, another one is integrity. I mean, obviously, everyone wants to live a life of good character, a life of integrity. But I think we saw it, uh, I guess, more, uh, I guess, a physical embodiment of, of that, the, the good and bad of, of having integrity. And especially in a military, a military organization, it's important that you learn uh how that impacts everything because it, it speaks to trust and even in the tiniest things it, it was crazy because um, uh, something as simple as uh, for obvious reasons they, they were really serious about if you were taking any kind of medications it, it had to be monitored and administered by doctors or the Navy corpsmen and so obviously there's a practical reason for that um, you don't always know what the training evolutions are going to entail so if you're taking uh, medication that's going to dehydrate people and 
um, you know, in, impact their ability to, to perform uh, with the upcoming training evolutions. Uh, they, they need to, knew, to know that. And so some people weren't even cognizant of the fact that that was important. I mean, they heard it, but then, you know, they may have had a bottle of Tylenol or some Sudafeds that um, were in their personal effects. Uh, and, you know, it, some people uh, were, I think, eventually kicked out for not revealing that they had, you know, personal medications that they were, were taking. And it was discovered, I think, through various inspections. So, I mean, obviously, um, not egregious in the grand scheme of things, but it's a painful and powerful lesson uh, to learn about integrity, even in the tiniest things, you know, doing the right thing when no one is looking is, you know, often what uh, is defined as having integrity. So the reason why it's important, especially to a military organization, is because when you're going to engage in some of the most important and difficult endeavors that any human could ever do, every detail matters, you know, honesty, integrity, you know, revealing things, especially when they're you know, not comfortable, uh, so that uh, people up and down the chain of command and adjacent to you are, are totally aware that they can trust you and put you in situations where you may have to act and think very independently from uh, direct supervision. So um, that one, uh, like I said, was a, was a painful and powerful lesson early on uh, that, that we learned and discussed in Quantico. Um, I think the last one on the trade side that I, that I want to cover is tact. So I thought I found this one almost funny uh, coming from an organization like the Marine Corps because, um, you know, you think it's defined by getting up in someone's face if they needed to, grabbing them by their uniform and pulling them into the direction you need them to go, uh, things like, of that nature. But that's more in a training environment. Uh, obviously, when you get out of that training environment and you're dealing with humans that have life events going on, just like everyone else, uh, you know, no one wants to be talked down to, no one wants to be screamed at, no one wants to be uh, demeaned or belittled. And so, the whole idea of being in stressful in situations. Half a mile. Keep right to stay on Sorry about that. Trying to go on a little commute while I'm. Uh, get my thoughts out sometimes uh, I think that's a good thing when you're in the car by yourself uh, so it struck me and, and that's why I'm, uh, I'm doing it so keep right to stay on I-95 North there we go obviously heading to the DC and right by the Quantico area which is part of the reason why I was uh, I was thinking about uh, recording this today um, so yes having tact is uh, an important uh, thing and even in a, a military organization uh, like the Marine Corps. So as I was getting at, um, being able to give bad news, you know, whether that be in a military work situation or in your personal life. Uh, obviously, if you, your kid does something that uh, really upsets you or you want to prove a point, uh, it's really easy to, to do that without tact um, because of the emotions involved. But Sometimes if you can just take a deep breath, take an extra five seconds, and uh, get your emotions in check, it makes a big difference. And if you can deliver that message with professionalism and tact uh, in your personal or professional life, it's important because a lot of times the message will be received a lot better and your responses will be a lot better. So um, I think those three traits 
um, learning them early on was very powerful for me and it uh, in some cases were not the uh, black and white versions of, of what you would expect from the Marine Corps. The next items I, I want to cover are leadership principles. So as I mentioned earlier, those, um, I guess, slightly more involved, uh, uh, the traits are uh, just individual words that uh, represent uh, good leadership, um, individual items, I guess. The, uh, the leadership principles um, are also short and sweet, but, but powerful, and, and I think that they can apply in a lot of areas. And, and really, it's something you can reflect on a lot. And I go back to you know these kind of uh, founding documents, if you will, or, or core principles of the Marine Corps. Um, but the, the number one is know yourself. And seek self-improvement. So that's a short phrase, but a heck of a lot of stuff wrapped up in there. Um, and, and really when you think about it, it's being self-aware and being able to look honestly at your strengths and weaknesses. And so it's not always the easiest thing to do for yourself or to recommend to other people. But I think some of the, uh, the best lessons I've learned is when I've, I guess, taken time to take stock in what I'm doing right and what I'm not getting right. Uh, and, and also, sometimes it's difficult, but as leaders, managers, and, and even with our families, you know, sometimes you, you need to point that out uh, to other people. And uh, it's... Uh, sometimes a lesson in humility because um, if you can truly know yourself and look inside yourself and, and the results of how things are going or are not going um, it's one of the most important things we can do and uh, I think a lot of reason why that that's listed first is because if you can't get yourself right and be honest with yourself um, and the second part of that seeking self-improvement so a lot of times, whether it's uh, the things that Dr. Curtis deals with, uh, sometimes people go to the, the doctor or go to a personal trainer because they want external fixes. Uh, they want somebody to give them a pill or give them a formula or uh, you know meet them every morning and, and quote unquote you know work their ass out or uh, you know really put it on them when. A lot of uh, the best advancements you can make, um, whether it be in your health or uh, career, it's you know, based on that, knowing yourself and seeking self-improvement, not seeking for somebody else to improve you or impart things uh, on you. It's more from within. So I think there's a lot of power in that. Uh, it's a lot of challenges, and some people... Or have a really difficult time with it. Uh, I know early in my career that uh, I had a hard time with it because you know you, you everybody's looking to you to make decisions and have everything figured out, but uh, a lot of times you don't, and you have to be aware of that. You have to have the humility to um, 
to discover and uh, to help other people do the same thing. The next one I'm going to cover uh, is set the example. And this was another powerful uh, lesson that was imparted on us uh, from day one. And especially being officers of Marines and leaders of Marines, you always have to be the one that is setting the example. And that is one of the hardest things, especially when you're trying to lead your peers and to uh, you know, have the humility and the, uh, the drive to uh, know you're going to be the one that everyone's looking towards. Uh, and I think, uh, you know, parents joke about it tongue in cheek sometimes, uh, almost the opposite of it with a do as I say, not as I do. And the set the example uh, principle is the exact opposite. It says, you know, not only am I, am I going to, you know, tell you what you need to do, I'm going to go above and beyond to, to set the example and to, to lead in that way. And so I think leadership by example um, in our personal and professional lives is huge. Uh, it's really difficult if uh, you're going to tell your kids something as simple as keep their room clean and your room looks like a pigsty because you know there's hypocrisy built into there if you don't set the example. So, um, and it's a lot of times it's hard to do because if you're asking your people, your family, to do things that are difficult for you to do, then uh, it's it's a tough pill to swallow. So, um, early on, uh, you know, in personal and professional lives, I think if we can you know go forward with this idea of uh, we have to be the one to set the example um, because people are going to look to us to uh, to lead them. Uh, and if you're not uh, practicing what you preach, if you will, a lot of cliches that uh, touch on you know this set an example principle, but it is a, uh, a powerful thing to take on board and really try to embody. Last one I'm going to cover is ensuring that a task is understood, supervised, and accomplished. Another short, powerful uh, phrase there. Uh, the number, the number one part, uh, understanding, uh, is sometimes easier said than done. And the way we uh, try to communicate and craft orders, especially, uh, it has to be simple and concise enough that the lowest ranking of the low, the youngest, you know, member of, of the team, uh, understands it uh, implicitly. Uh, sometimes as we lead and manage in complex organizations, accomplishing, you know, complex tasks, that's, that's really hard. And you have to, um, really take time to, uh, I guess, pull the meat off the bone, so to speak, and, and really, uh, take that on board that this has to be, um, self-explanatory. If somebody reads it. Uh, if you communicate it verbally, that uh, there should be little to no questions. Uh, not that you, you know, won't take questions or clarify, but it, it's got to it's got to be simple. Uh, because if something can be uh, understood, it can be misunderstood. You know, depending on the person who's reading it, um, you know, their worldview, their their um, their their uh, I guess. Um, 
place in the organization or you know could even be placed in the family. So number one, uh, try to speak clearly, especially when you're communicating uh, important things in your work or professional or work or uh, private life. Um, the next part of that is supervised. So you can't uh, always just uh, give a task or um, you know expect somebody is going to do something without following up. So um, another thing I guess ingrained in this is um, inspect what you expect. And so it's tied up a lot in this idea of making sure things are understood supervised and obviously most importantly probably accomplished so uh, I, I really uh, like I said often uh, go back to these leadership traits and principles and I just wanted to share a few of them that uh, have served me well over the years and um, hopefully that you can uh, take these on board in, in your uh, personal and professional life and and move you further towards uh, mastering yourself, mastering your craft, and accomplishing any mission. So I'm excited to uh, see what the feedback is on this, and I think I'll continue to do a series of these reflections on uh, leadership, and uh, excited to see what Dr. Curtis uh, has to, to say about it and his reflections, and I look forward to uh, chatting with everyone on social media or via email soon. Thanks. Out.